What's going on, everybody? Daryl Frader, the club CEO here. And we have another amazing episode of the My DJ Story podcast brought to you by the club app, the number one live streaming app for DJs and partygoers. Today, we have my brother, DJ Adrian Cobb. Brother, can you please introduce yourself to the people who you are and where you're from? Yes. Hi, everyone. I'm DJ Adrian Cobb from Manila, Philippines. I've been a DJ for eight years now. Um, I'm playing at the, one of the top 100 um, clubs in the in the in the world. It was it was number 55, I think, during 2019, um, in the Palace Manila. Awesome, brother! I'm super excited for you to be calling in from the Philippines. Like you said, you've worked with some of the top venues in the world in the Philippines, and we're super excited to hear your story as a DJ. That's right. That's right. Yeah, man. So we're super excited. So talk to us a little bit about your beginning, man. Talk to us about what sparked your interest to become a DJ and tell us a little bit about your journey from the beginning and walk us through your journey leading to where you are today. All right. um, Well, what what sparked my interest was I was a drummer before in a band during my college days, college and high school days. So after while I do my band stuff, we broke up, but then... Well, eventually EDM scene came in. I think that's around 2011, 2009. So I jumped ship over to the electronic music scene. And then I, maybe it was pure luck. It was pure luck that I got to introduce with some of the veteran DJs here in the Philippines when the times when they were playing disco, um, like the likes with Bobby Nolasco, some, some like that. And then... From there, I I eventually evolved on playing house music because I started with disco from my mentor and then house music. And then after that, I shipped another mentorship with John Monreal, aka Knoxville. Um, he's a really, really good house DJ here in the Philippines, one of the top 10. And he basically walked through my whole career in this DJ world. Now, I'm playing into some intimate bars. And then now with, with this one, it's Silo, Palace Manila, Island, Yes Please. Some of the top clubs here in the here in Manila. That's it. That's great, man. It seems like you're having a lot of fun doing some amazing things out there. I'd love to hear, you know, how did you go about getting these opportunities, you know, to be a DJ at one of these top venues? Talk to me a little bit about that. We'd like to use your story to help other DJs in their journey. So whether you're in the United States, the Philippines, Jamaica, anywhere in the world, it's all pretty similar in regards to how you go about building your career. So I would love to hear, you know, what did you do to be able to get some of these great opportunities? Well, in the Philippines, you have to go out more and talk to people, the right people. And well, I started playing in this silo um, club. They, they auditioned me just to play for free, for exposures. And I'm, I'm, just, I'm just like, okay, a game. I'm like, game every time. I, I don't say no. I just say, game, okay, you, you're, you're free, game, game. Just non-stop. And then just continue showing your ethics your, your work, your music, your passion, and then they will see that into you, you know? And then they can, they, they will, then eventually, there, there you go. 
yeah, definitely. You know, your work ethic and your drive is what really gets you there. And you have to have a love and a passion for this because without that love and passion, it's hard to have that genuine drive and work ethic to really thrive in this industry, man. You know, at this time, we're going to jump into a quick commercial break. But when we come back, we're going to dive deeper into your story and get some of the learning lessons that you got throughout being a top Filipino DJ. Yes. And we're back with the My DJ Story podcast. We're here with my brother, DJ Adrian Cobb from the Philippines. And he's here telling an amazing story about his journey as a DJ in the Philippines. So super excited to talk to you, man. What are some of the things that you've learned over the past eight years of being a DJ? Um, Some of the things that you've learned that you wish you knew when you were first getting started. This is going to help DJs that are just getting started and really help them avoid some of the mistakes that you may have made throughout this journey. Um, During my start in my career... I, I probably it's not a mistake, but I landed a very, very big, big gig with a festival here in the Philippines. And uh, I was not really prepared on that. I'm, I, was, I was really just starting. Probably I'm like six months off. They started DJing. So, well, as I said, I'm just like game, game. I'm a go and go getter. So, well, I did it. But eventually, I didn't know that I've been, I, I stepped some of other DJs, you know, because they're scheduled, you know, they prepared their sets for a long time. And then I'm like this newcomer DJ that just went in, you know, just went in. So, so I had that a little, a little setback on my career, but I'm like, okay, let's start this perfect. And then I'll, I'll work my way back up. So I start talking to each one of each, each and one of them, and then try to build my my image, my DJ career, and then my music, all of that in one go. So my advice is just go on with your passion, even though everything tries tries to to throw you know stuff on you. Just go do it, and then eventually people will see the goodness and then your passion, your love to music. Yeah, I think that's really great advice. You also spoke about the importance of relationships because when you step in and it seems like you're taking people opportunity, it doesn't feel well and doesn't go well in regards to relationships. But if that communication is there and you're building meaningful relationships and you're talking to these people as you're going into their spaces that they've occupied as a new DJ, you can respectfully make your way into the industry and be able to not compete with them, but to collaborate and be on the same page so you guys can all work together and everyone's being able to benefit and grow from these opportunities. So I think that's that's super important that many DJs, you know, that get into the game and they start, you know, competing with the people that are already there. It, it may be an issue because it comes off that you're trying to take away from what they have as opposed to add to it. And if you can build those relationships, you'll see that there's a lot of opportunity out there and you'll grow much quicker Um, because some of those DJs, when you try to step into their space, they retaliate and then you might get a bad taste in your mouth about the industry and that can hinder your growth and hinder your love for the game. So it has a completely different impact on the trajectory of your career um, by building those relationships and and seeing it as a collaborative thing, as opposed to a competition thing in this industry, man. I think that's super valuable, man. That's right. Tell me, you know, a lot of people start DJing because it's super great, you know, in regards to just the idea of being a DJ, but not many people are able to do it for the long haul. You've been doing it for eight years and I know there's probably been ups and downs in your journey. Talk to us about some of the down parts in your journey and how you were able to make your way out of it to help other DJs that may be in down spaces right now. 
I think I have this one time. I don't have any gigs for the whole three months. The whole three months. So then that time I don't have any day job. So basically I'm full time. I was a full time DJ. So and then I came to recollect my thoughts and I'm like, okay, I'm not really connecting with these people for the past three months. That's why I don't have any gigs. So one to make the long story short, I'm trying to say exposure. It's really in connection, relationship, building relationships. It's really, really important in this scene. Well, if you're a gig, if you're good marketing, you know, you have to market yourself really, really well, so that people will understand why you should you should play. And then, well, at, so that's what I did. I went to lunch, dinners, not really DJ stuff, just interacting with them. You know, have like have building that relationship with them, and then there, there it goes. And then the gig starts flowing again, eventually one by one, and then just that's it. Yeah, man, you said it. Networking is key um, because you never know where your next opportunity is going to come from. And like you said, you went three months without a gig, and as a full time DJ with no gigs, that's tough. And you can be in a very bad financial position. And if you don't have the perseverance and the confidence and the faith that you're going to be able to work it out and find things that are going to be able to keep you going in the industry, you know, you might give up. The pressure might be too strong. Um, But we're here today to tell you that you will make it out of those situations. And if you are able to persevere through it and find different ways to get advice on how to make it out of those opportunities or those you know instances where you feel like to give up um, i think it's super important so you can really thrive through those tough times and make it to the prosperity of this industry that can be provided if you see through it that's true well let me add one thing um most especially this during the pandemic when us djs don't have any work it's really hard but i think people are really shifting into the digital age right now um, people are, le- are learning how to watch you know how to do those digital stuff so i feel like you just really need to innovate i think the pandemic gave us a chance to do new things again and to invent new things and to do better because i think before the pandemic it's it's about to get you know um stationary like a routine so now this pandemic it gives us a chance to 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 educate ourselves more on how to expand our connections, our networking, our relationships, our our music, our passion for music, for instance. That's it. Yeah, definitely, man. I completely agree. You know, I'm super interested in learning more about your experience of being a DJ in the Philippines. You know, I'm here in New Jersey and in our pre-show call, we talked about how it's different to be a DJ in the Philippines and the environment of parties are completely different. So give us some insight. Most of our audience are from the U.S. So we want to hear what's it like to be a DJ and to party in the Philippines. Here in the Philippines, man, it's really, really crazy. It's like it's it's like Vegas 24-7. Like no curfews, no curfews. That's that's the thing. And then free flowing drinks, and then we we usually start at eight p.m., eight nine p.m., and we end like seven a.m. Seven a.m. And then that's where it goes. The after party, the underground scene. That's six a.m. to nine a.m. in the morning. 
So it's very, very different. Wow, that's crazy, man. I think that's super exciting at the same time. But it's like, why is it that, you know, in the Philippines, it's so exciting for people to just party all day? Like, what is it about the vibe and the energy for them to want to party all day? I think that is super exciting. Um, to, from 8 p.m. all the way to 9 a.m., that's a long party. <laughs> yeah, it's a long party. Well, people tend to go out probably around 11 p.m. because of the traffic and everything. But, um, well, they, they really party hard every time. That's the difference. And then I DJ almost every day in in Palace. So I see there's not, not one day that's not, it's all already always full. So just like my background here, it's one of the clubs, it's Silo. So it's a, it's in a weekend on a weekend yeah so it's packed it's jam-packed that's amazing i love the picture in the back seems like you have a lot of fun your name's back there full crowd of people beautiful lights i love it man great job and i'm super excited to just continue to see where you take this 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 career of yours as a dj man i would love to learn a little bit more about partying in the philippines you know what kind of music is popular out there and talk to me a little bit about the music scene it's more of a top 40s music scene so we follow the u.s usually um but i'm a house dj so you should follow uk uk top uk chart and um well usually i'm more my specialty is more on the opener i'm an opening dj so um, i play house like different kinds of house tech house feature house just organic house also play minimal yeah so um the filipino here they tend to follow the u.s so what's there it's here also and then they usually love throwbacks hip-hop throwbacks they love throwbacks like they they always get nostalgic when they always hear that song during their childhood days yeah that's awesome. And talk to me a little bit about the language. You speak perfect English. And, you know, I think that some people have misconceptions about, oh, if I travel, will I be able to talk to people? Talk to me about, you know, do a lot of people know English and what's the primary languages in the Philippines? Yes. Yeah, so well, it actually it's a battle right now here in the Philippines. So it's a, well, uh, English is a second language for us. So we are really taught how to speak English really well. So if you come here, you'll see a lot of people know how, know how to speak English really well. Awesome. That's great. It makes it much easier for travel and make people, you know, definitely want to go there and visit and have fun and party, you know, for, for yes. hours upon hours with the Filipino people. This is going to be super exciting. Philippines is on my bucket list. I definitely want to head out there one day and party with you. DJ Adrian Cobb is going to be fun going to the place yes. that you DJ at and be able to interact with you and seeing the vibe um, in real time, man. So I'm super excited about that. And um, thank you for sharing you your come, story. You should come. Yeah, definitely, man. We're going to definitely make my way out there one of these days, especially with what we're doing with the club. We're trying to really be a global platform where people can see and tune into music and parties and nightclubs all over the world. So that's my goal, to have the club there, to be there personally, and just really be able to give people that experience where they can be anywhere in the world and find the best parties, whether it be an in-person attendee or even a virtual attendee. We want to provide that experience. Nice. That's, that's, that's nice. That's really nice. 
Yeah, man. So we love talking about brand here on the My DJ Story podcast. So your name is DJ Adrian Cobb, and obviously it's a play on your name. But talk to me about what that kind of branding means for you and how you decided to go with that name and kind of what differentiates you as a DJ. Um, Adrian Cobb is a it, it's usually it's a it's a house DJ. So when you, when you say Adrian Cobb here in the Philippines, it's more of a okay now that guy knows house knows how to open really well and then he knows how to play also different genres funk r&b so you don't get to normal normally hear the normal the normal top 40s when you play when you get him so um i usually play some indie stuff so yeah that's great man and what are some things that you do in regards to your branding to market yourself, you know, a lot of people understand the the trade of DJing and how to mix and scratch and to be able to read the crowd. But a lot of people are missing out on the business side of it. Can you give us some ways that you go about with building the business side of the DJ Adrian Cobb brand? Yes. Um. So here in the Philippines, well, we don't normally get a team. I, I I'm not sure if if that is if that's the case also in the states. So we we market ourselves individually. So then I just get um, people, get people from the ver- ver- from the visual side, from the so I have visualizers and then for my stickers, and then I basically do Facebook the page Facebook pages, and then right now during the part pandemic I market myself through. And a Filipino app base here in the Philippines called Kumu. So, I I, I stream there every every almost every day. So and then I promote posters through Instagram. Yeah, so that's it. Yeah, we were talking about that app a little earlier in the pre-show. So tell us a little bit more about the app, what it is, and and what value you're getting from it right now. Yes, it's an online streaming platform. So you get to. Probably somehow it's like a Twitch. It's like Twitch. You you donate some some diamonds, and then when you reach the accumulated diamonds, like fifty thousand diamonds, you get a month money out of it. And then, uh, well, it's not not non copyright based, so you can play anything that you want. And then they 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 also have some game shows. So basically, it caters the the whole entertainment industry, not just like DJs per se. Awesome. And what's the interaction like from the streamer side? And then you can go also into yes. the party goer, so, the, view, the viewer side. Yeah. So here, um, the, when you go live in the Kumu app, they, they choose two options. Either you only or you can have nine slots or six slots in there. So people can join anytime. And then when people donate, you guys get half equally. So... You interact through chat, and then you can also do the, the duo. Yeah, that's it. So it's basically like a live party, just digital. Awesome, man. Sounds like a lot of fun and definitely something up our alley with the club what we're trying to do and to interact people so they can live stream and really have an engaged party virtually. So I love it, yes. man. I'm definitely going to check it out and learn some stuff from it, man. So talk to me a little bit more about some of the things that you're focused on now and your plans for the future of the DJ Adrian Cobb brand. So now I'm 
I'm doing that Kumu app streaming during the pandemic because everything's still closed here in the Philippines. We still don't have any bars and clubs, so we don't know yet when's gonna, when's gonna open. So right now I'm doing all digitally, and then let's see. I'm trying to uh, I'm trying to talk with DJ Guerra. I think yeah, you guys interviewed him previously, so probably get a gig in New York. Probably just fly there. Yeah, it's one of my dreams. So let's see if we can make it happen. Awesome, man! Yeah, we would love to have you. And I think that DJ Garrow—he was episode eighty-seven. So check out DJ Garrow's episode eighty-seven. He's an amazing guy and doing some really great things. We would love to have you here in the states. I'm in New Jersey, but New York is right across the bridge. Uh, so we'd love to see you and meet you here in the states. That'd be awesome, man. And yeah, brother. So talk to us a little bit. You know, what ways that we can help and support you right now um, as a DJ, as a community? You know, we have a lot of people that listen to the show, a lot of people that support us with the club. How can we help and support you right now? I'm um, in your journey. Um, well, I have my streaming streaming every day, so you can guys give me a follow on Instagram, and then you can check out all my posters there, my schedules, and then yeah, that's it. Just let's see, I, because here in the Philippines, there's nothing open yet, so that's it. Awesome, brother. And do you have any parting advice for DJs? Um, what should they be focused on right now the most as we're in this current time of the pandemic, um, but are soon hopefully getting out? And what advice do you have for DJs right now? Um, as we before we jump into our lightning round. Yeah. So my advice for the DJs right now, um, it it's been tough. It's really been tough. But I think you need to have more passion in this in this in these days. So try to innovate your sets, um, cre- um, create your sets, um, be creative, and also, I think this is the time when you have to research more of music, so that just like the old days, just like the old days that you guys during the old days you have this one mu- one song that basically when they hear that song that's you. No, that's you. So I think this is the time. This is the time to research and also to build relationships. That's more important. Building relationships. Yes. Awesome advice, brother. And these are things that I stand by truly. Relationships are one of the most important things in the world. And if you are building and nurturing and growing relationships with people in meaningful ways, you will see success. You will see prosperity. And I firmly believe that. So thank you for sharing that. At this time, we're going to jump into the lightning round. Are you ready? Yes, let's do it. Describe your DJ setup, hardware and software. Um, I have a Pioneer controller, DJ SR. I also have a, a Focusrite for my audio amplifier. This is for my digital setup. Um, for my club setup, I have my um, Nexus 2000s, Pioneer also, all Pioneer. Who's your favorite DJ? Favorite DJ as of now currently Chris Lake, currently Chris Lake. But my all time, well, that's a tough one, of a lot. But I think the one that sparked my DJ career was Alesso, was an EDM, an EDM DJ. What has been your favorite party or event you've DJed at, and why? Um, do we have this? Um, festival here in the Philippines is called Buhusan Festival. 
So it's a wet party. So the party starts at 7 a.m. and ends at I think around 6 p.m. Yeah. So everybody just like all wet and dirty. It's a street party. So it's a really, really it's like a spring break festival. Yeah. Name some of the pe- best places to party in your city. Uh, best places. Number one, the Palace Manila. Yes, it's a night number one nightlife compound here in, in here in Bonifacio Global City, Philippines. It's in Metro Manila. And then well, we have some the Cove. The Cove is one in Paranaque. What is one thing that you think is missing from live streaming for DJs? I think um, the tipping part. As me, um, as a DJ, I think the tipping part is really, really important um, because the diamonds that I get from my streaming app, I mean, it's nice, but it's different when you do the tipping part. And shout out to DJs that you know personally whose stories also need to be shared on this podcast. Yes, shout out to DJ Guerra. I think that yeah, that's done. So, um, shout out to my mentors, um, DJ Ace Ramos, um, DJ Knoxville, and DJ Mark Marisigan. Yeah, that's it. Awesome, brother. This has been an amazing interview. Um, and any DJ that can that wants to be on the show can do so at djsignup.com. And brother, where can people find you online or even in person if you're still doing events or when things open back up? Yeah, um, online I'm doing yeah, that Kumu app, so you guys give it a download, so you guys can, can check me out, and then that's, and then Facebook, Instagram at DJ Adrian Cobb, and then, well, once everything's open, well, Palace Manila, I'm there. Awesome, man. Thank you so much for spending time with us today. This has been a tremendous interview. Everyone, please follow and support my brother, DJ Adrian Cobb. Awesome, brother. Doing it big in the Philippines. So thank Thank you, brother. And we look forward to seeing you in the club. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the My DJ Story podcast. If you haven't already, please join our community by downloading the club app for free in the Google Play and App Store today. While you're there, do us a huge favor by giving us a five-star rating and shoot us a message on Instagram telling us you did. I'd love to send you a free My DJ Story Podcast t-shirt as a token of our appreciation. Thank you so much, and we look forward to seeing you in the club.